Hello, I am Dr. Tejal Latia. I am a consultant endocrinologist at Apollo and Fortis Hospitals, Navi Mumbai. I am a digital technology enthusiast and I'm involved in research work around communication and language in doctor-patient interactions in chronic conditions like diabetes, thyroid, obesity, polycystic ovary syndrome, and menopause. Today, I will discuss in brief about a 42-year-old male diagnosed with type 2 diabetes mellitus approximately six months ago. Unfortunately, this person has had a heart attack approximately four years ago at the age of 38. He is currently on 1500 milligrams of metformin for the management of his diabetes. When we took a little bit of history of the patient, what we found is that he has several family members who also live with type 2 diabetes and have had ischemic heart disease diagnosed at an early age. He does not smoke or consume alcohol. He consumes mainly vegetarian food, which is mostly healthy and well-balanced. He also exercises regularly. However, he is still overweight with a BMI which is close to 25 kg per meter square. On further questioning, he did not have any symptoms which were suggestive of either a diabetes-related nephropathy, diabetes-related retinopathy or neuropathy. When we did his blood investigations, we found that his glycosylated hemoglobin or what we call as HPA1C is 8.5%. Now, in a man who is 42 with a recently diagnosed type 2 diabetes, his goal for HPA1C ideally should be less than 7%. His fasting blood sugar is 150 mg per dl and his post-meal blood glucose is 280 mg per dl. When we look at this entire case history, what we find is a relatively young man who has type 2 diabetes, but because of his strong family history, history of heart disease as well as his diabetes and a previous heart attack is at a high risk for recurrent atherosclerotic events and needs his HP1C to be reduced by at least 1.5%. What we would also like is if we could achieve a weight loss of approximately 3 to 4 kilos so that his BMI is close to 23 kg per meter square. He's already on several medications. He's on statins for cholesterol management. He's on antiplatelet medications, clopidogrel. He also takes a beta blocker for his heart condition and an angiotensin receptor blocker for blood pressure control. Luckily, his blood pressure is at goal. It's less than 140 by 90. His LDL cholesterol is also at goal. It's less than 70 mg per dl. Of course, with this, he also takes 1500 milligram of metformin. Now, how do we help this person not only achieve his glycemic goals, reduce the future risk of diabetes-related complications, as well as avoid a recurrence of his cardiovascular events? For that, let's briefly talk about what is type 2 diabetes. Type 2 diabetes is a progressive condition and it occurs because of multiple pathophysiologic defects in the human body. These defects could range from an impaired insulin secretion, insulin resistance, defects in glucagon regulation, impaired incretin activity. And monotherapy is often insufficient to meet glycemic goals because usually one medication addresses only one particular pathophysiologic defects. And this is why combination therapy with different antihypoglycemic agents, which have complementary mechanisms of action, which means that two of these medications address different pathophysiologic defects, have now become the cornerstone of type 2 diabetes management, of course, in an individualized manner. So we need to know what is the patient's background, what is his current situation, and then we decide which are the medications which would best suit this person.
Now, the combination therapy with empagliflozin and lenagliptin may be especially useful in this particular person who is already on metformin and needs at least a 1.5% HP1C reduction to get to his glycemic goal. Now, the empalina combination has been demonstrated to reduce HPA1C up to even 1.8% in people who already have a baseline HPA1C more than or equal to 8.5%, quite like the person that we are discussing. This effect is seen within 24 weeks of treatment. The change in fasting plasma glucose with this empalina combination is close to 30 mg per deciliter and this is maintained for up to two years. The other thing that we need for this patient is to prevent a future recurrence of his atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease. Now, in 2015, the EMPAREG outcome study was published, which demonstrated significant benefits with empagliflozin on not only cardiovascular mortality, as well as major adverse cardiovascular events by almost 40%. The post hoc analysis of the EMPAREG outcome study also demonstrated that this CV mortality benefit was consistent across various patient strata. This could be irrespective of whether this patient has had a prior cardiovascular event, whether he has heart failure in the past, whether he has CKD, whatever is the baseline HPA1C level, or whether the patient has already used metformin or not, the EMPAREG outcome demonstrated close to 40% reduction in the cardiovascular mortality as well as the risk of major adverse cardiovascular events. There has also been data from the SGLT2 inhibitor class which shows that it can reverse cardiac remodeling, improve myocardial energetics and filling conditions, reduce the left ventricular wall stress and mass, and reduce not only blood pressure but also arterial stiffness. A particular study called the EMPAR Heart CardioLink 6 study demonstrated that empagliflozin could reduce early cardiac remodeling, also stabilize coronary artery disease. This is pretty much that what we are looking for in our patient who already has had some amount of damage to his myocardium. And we are hoping to not only prevent further events, but if we could in any case reverse some of the changes which have already occurred in his heart, that would be great. A transthoracic echocardiogram performed before and three months after initiation of empagliflozin in a retrospective evaluation of the EMPAREG outcome trial also showed a significant improvement in diastolic dysfunction and reduction of the LV mass index in patients with type 2 diabetes who already have an established cardiovascular disease. So the first part that we wanted for this patient, reduction of HP1C of close to 1.5%. Data shows that empalina combination can reduce the HP1C up to even 1.8%. The second thing that we wanted for our patient is that there should be a reduction in the risk of future cardiovascular events. And as we have discussed in the previous two trials, the EMPAREG outcome trial and the CardioLink 6 trial, not only can we reduce the risk of future events, but we may be able to possibly reverse some of the damage that has already occurred. And if we are able to reduce an HPA1C by 1.5%, keep the patient at a goal of 7%, then automatically the diabetes-related complications this patient may have experienced in the future will also be reversed or reduced. Another point that I would like to make is that it is known that with SGLT2 inhibitors, there's an increased risk of genitourinary tract infections to the tune of 5-6%. to 6%. Well, what has been demonstrated is that in patients who use SGLT2 inhibitors in combination with the DPP4 inhibitor, 
possibly because of a result of better glucose control or other possible mechanisms there is actually a reduction in the incidence of genitourinary tract infection this unique combination the empalina combination thus lends itself readily to early treatment intensification because of good tolerability low risk of hypoglycemia possible weight loss and a minimal treatment burden now what do i mean by minimal treatment burden this person has already been taking multiple medications as we already discussed statins antiplatelet medications blood pressure medications as well as metformin now the number of medications and the frequency with which we deliver the medications has a very important role to play in the adherence to therapy a study has found that patients with type 2 diabetes were four times less likely to adhere to their medications with each unit increase in the number of prescribed medications so every single tablet you add the patient is four times less likely to adhere to all of their medications and were nine times less likely to adhere to treatment if they receive more than once daily dosing of that particular medication that is why the empalina combination reduces the daily pill burden as it is a single combination tablet instead of two separate tablets and will greatly reduce the chances that the patient will have of non compliance to their therapy this combination thus offers a suitable strategy to achieve target hba1c with minimal hypoglycemia risk with absence of weight gain or actually weight loss and will potentially improve the adherence to therapy and ultimately will optimize the benefits of this treatment for his type 2 diabetes mellitus So if we go back quickly to the case we discussed a 42 year old man who has had diabetes diagnosed just 6 months ago even with 1500 mg of metformin his hba1c is 8.5% his lifestyle is already modified and there is not much more that we can do in terms of lifestyle for this patient unfortunately already has suffered a heart attack approximately 4 years ago and he also has a bmi which is close to 25 kg per meter square So what exactly did we do for this patient? So in this patient, on the background of fifteen hundred milligrams of metformin, we added on an empagliflozin lenagliptin combination pill, which is twenty five milligrams of empagliflozin and five milligrams of lenagliptin. This patient recently came for follow up in my clinic. It's been close to three years that I've been following him up. For the past three years, he has been able to maintain his HbA1c less than seven percent. He's gradually lost weight. He lost approximately four kilos of weight, and his HbA1c is now close. His uh, BMI is close to twenty-three kg per meter square. Very fortunately, probably because of the combination of the SGLT2 inhibitor and the DPP4, he has not experienced any balanopostitis, any urinary tract infection, or any other discomfort as a result of this combination medicine. The other advantage is that because it was a single tablet he has been able to comply excellently with the medication and as a result of this he has achieved all the benefits which accrue as a result of the use of this combination weight loss durable hba1c reduction no genitourinary tract infections no hypoglycemia and hopefully this patient will be able to live a long and healthy life without either diabetes related complications like retinopathy neuropathy nephropathy as well as a reduction in his risk of developing a heart attack or a congestive cardiac failure or any other atherosclerotic event in his future thank you